3: Hey everybody! Welcome, 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 welcome to the Dr. Pat Welcome to Transformation Talk Radio. All of the above. Uh, Matre Ma is joining me here today because we are talking about living love. Now, what does that mean? You know, when we think about living love in today's world, it would it could mean a number of different things. And here, let me just say this. Um, as she joins me on the show today, we're going to talk about practical mysticism at its best. You know, more than just talking about love, but what is it about these practices that we can use to resolve, solve, and clarify, heal, purify, and fend off confusion, dispel error, and light the way? What is it we can learn about that? You know, I spend some time over the weekend and Benny, I think you'll appreciate this, but you know, you have two boys, so maybe not as much. But if you spend any time with young, young, young girls, um, one of the things you'll find is that I guarantee you that for Halloween in this country, the most sought after costume will be Wonder Woman. There's no question about it. But why? What is it about that movie? What is it about the way it was filmed? What is it about it being directed by a woman? What is it about the character of Wonder Woman that transcends any comic book, anything that has ever been done before? Dare they say that they introduced love and associated it with power, self-power, and all of the above and healing. Did they do that in a movie that's grossing almost a billion dollars? Did they do that? Well, they did. But, you know, when when we talk about those of us that have been here, Matreima is one of them, that has been here on the planet, speaking these words, you know, bringing us into full expression. Do we still doubt? Do we still doubt? Even today... The healing power of love for everything. I'm hoping that after this show today, maybe we have a different perspective. Matre, welcome to the show. Thank you, Pat. Didn't mean to introduce a little pop culture into the conversation today. (laughs)
4: It's great.
3: It's very relevant. It is so relevant that, and this is why I was so eager to talk with you. It is so relevant that when they did the reviews on the movie, they didn't want to talk about it. They didn't want to talk about the energy and the vibration. They didn't want to talk about the fact that here is this female character bringing love to the table. But here's here's the thing. She's Wonder Woman. You've written a book to help us, every average, everyday people, do the same thing, haven't you? That's right. That's It's about bringing our
4: essence, our divine love, into focus in our daily lives and being able to move into a place where we are in deep connection to our our larger self, our divine self. And that perhaps is
3: the kind of power you're talking about in Wonder Woman. It is. And, and anybody that's seen Wonder Woman knows that. You know, there was a point in time in the movie where she realized, really, you know, she realized that doubt of her own ability uh, and that her belief that there's good in mankind, womankind, people, that that good exists. And, you know, the punchline is it comes through love. And I wanted to ask this. I wanted to ask you this question in your own journey and writing this book. Living Love, what is it that you had to come face with in order to step forward and write the book that's called Living Love? Well, you know,
4: Pat, I think that like a lot of people, especially women, uh, the challenge is getting over self-doubt, you know, getting over uh, shyness, getting over uh, all of the things which hold us back. And limit us in our self-expression there are two parts one is connecting deep within to source and finding that source of love which is unconditional finding that true strength and power which comes from spirit it it doesn't come from anything outside you and then the other is being willing to express that in the world and so for me I think the challenge, uh, not just writing the book, but in what I've been doing for a number of years in giving the talks that the book is from, has been to emerge from uh, my own sense of limited self, and just allow myself to melt into that divine flow, and allow that to express, and, and be in the world. Because that is the most wonderful thing in the world, and when anything I can do to be connected to it, and to let it flow through and help others be connected to it. That's that's my longing.
3: You know, I want to get back to something that, you know, maybe our listeners know about. Maybe they don't. Um, but there was a level of awareness you had as a young girl. And I, too, had that level of awareness. Now, for me, I, I didn't have a sense of how it would manifest. But, you know, for you... You had a sense, you had a sense of, um, of of what this connection might be like, could be like. What was it about that childhood, your childhood, that has enabled you to study, uh, to understand the masters, you know, um, to be able to bring um, mysticism to a practical level? Because we really do need... To find a way to bring you know the mystical you know to everyday life Uh, I agree with that totally and that's why this book is
4: here Um, about my childhood you know I don't think it was anything about something that happened outside of myself in my childhood Mm -hmm. it was more about like you were explaining about your own childhood that interconnection and I think that a lot of kids experience that actually, in one way or another. You know, that, that connection we have to the divine self, that inner mystical connection, I think it comes in different ways to different people, manifests differently. But I've talked to a lot of people who've had those kinds of experiences as children. And I think the children are open to that, you know, it's, it, if, if allowed to do that. And I, I grew up, one thing that might have been a variable is I grew up with a lot of nature and animals around me. Mm-hmm. I, we had a little farm and I was, I spent my early childhood wandering a lot in nature and being with animals. And I felt a deep connection to nature and, and to living beings in all forms not just people and uh, that might have been something that helped me to connect to spirit within and then it's just a divine grace I think you know Mm -hmm. that we we just we we something happens some moment and that that touch comes and I think it's there if not in childhood at some point in everyone's life there's that moment whether it happens in nature Whether it happens when you look into the eyes of someone you love, there's that moment where you transcend beyond all boundaries, all limitations, and you just melt into that oneness. Mm.
3: You know, um, somewhere in the book, I, I wrote this down, you write, each and every moment is an opportunity to know your innermost self. That to me is one of the most powerful phrases that I've read in books, but yet could be the most challenging. We're going to take a short break and we come back. And, you know, what is it about, you know, this book, Living Love, that helps us, helps us to be able to practice that each and every moment is an opportunity to know your innermost self. And when you get there, How do you know you've arrived? Let's take a short break, everyone. We'll be right back. Mm
2: be you plus live your purpose equals joy that's the motto of unstuck joy with vicki todd vicki believes you were born with gifts that are meant to make the world brighter each show will feature an art visioning journal prompt to help you create your way to soul clarity if you're ready to get unstuck and create more joy this show is for you tune in every month on transformation talk radio for more information, visit VickyWorldArt.com. Be you plus live your purpose equals joy. That's the motto of Unstuck Joy with Vicki Todd. Vicki believes you were born with gifts that are meant to make the world brighter. Each show will feature an art visioning journal prompt to help you create your way to soul clarity. If you're ready to get unstuck and create more joy, this show is for you. Tune in every month on Transformation Talk Radio. For more information, visit vickiworldart.com. Discover the healing medicine from the giant monkey tree frog, Cambo. Cambo practitioner Ginny Rutherford
1: and professional psychic Todd Rolson have come together for lively discussions of alternative
4: healing medicines from the Amazon. Ginny and Todd bring you Cambo Talk
1: Radio tune in each Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific to hear from guests all over the world with real life stories and the medicinal benefits of Cambo. For more information, visit cambokiss.com. Curious about the meaning of life? Do you want to deepen your spiritual practice? The School for Esoteric Studies offers online training to spiritual seekers from all paths of life and individual coaching. Our courses synthesize Eastern and Western spiritual traditions based on meditation, study, and service applied to everyday life. The school also organizes group meditations each year to benefit humanity. Whether you're just beginning to reflect on the spiritual side of your life or are a more experienced spiritual seeker, the school warmly welcomes you to join our group. To learn more about our courses and services, please visit esotericstudies.net. That's
2: esotericstudies.net.
3: Benny play it just a teeny bit more if you could
1: thank
3: you thank you Benny for those of you that is Benny knows this that uh, we actually did a show with Juice Newton I was able to get her uh, on for an interview at the time Um, where we were celebrating that, but she was doing some charity work as well. And we talked about her journey, but we talked about that song um, and who wrote that song and um, longtime uh, songwriter that had worked with her for 30 years. He had just passed away. And if you listen to the words of that song, the sweetest thing I've ever known is loving you um they are just called to what this show is talking about today uh and for those of you out there um if you're just tuning in living love is the book uh matre before we go forward matre ma joining me here today the to author of the book i want to make sure that people have ways to a find out more about you and then also how can they get a copy of the book uh all of the above can, can you take a moment to do that
4: sure well, the easiest way to find out a little bit more about me is to go to my website, which is www.yogama.info, and uh, you can or you can uh, find me there. And then uh, the other way to find out more is you can get the book through Amazon. Uh, you can also get the book at local bookstores. Um, and if they don't have it, you can definitely order it. They can order it uh, through Ingram Sparks. And so it's, it's readily available in a variety of sources. Uh, and on my website, there's a little bit of bio. And uh, people can learn more at the website as well. So
3: Awesome. And, uh, you know, so uh, listen, before the break, what I was saying, I was commenting about uh, one of the passages in the book. Each and every moment is an opportunity to know your innermost self. And yet it sounds so easy to do, right? And yet it could be so challenging. And I wanted to talk with you about this because I think what I'm learning about my own life is that the essence of my life right now is about this. But I I really long, I really long to be able to, to really know that I live in the present moment of every breath I take and truly live in the present moment of that, not in the present moment of what I'm afraid about is going to happen a month from now, a year from now, one hour from now. And I would love for you to talk about how important this is and what we can do to truly stay in each and every moment as an opportunity uh, to learn about our innermost self.
4: The point you're making is a really good one, Pat,
3: but what does
4: it mean to be in the moment? You know, it's a sort of a very popular statement um, in a lot of spiritual traditions uh, to live in each moment. But what does that really mean when you think about it? Uh, our minds go in a lot of different directions. And as long as we're living in our mind, uh, we we move in all kinds of ways. Of, reacting to past experiences, worrying about the future, like you were saying. Mm -hmm. But when we settle in to our self, that self is larger than our mind. You know, it's larger than our ideas, our beliefs. Um, And so settling into the self and being able to know that innermost self in this moment, here and now, requires connecting connecting Mm. Inwardly Connecting and that connection never happens in the future or it happened in the past. It's a connection in this moment It's a present connection of consciousness of your awareness that that part of you that is aware that you're you and is aware of everything you're experiencing that part of you that is essence that part has an opportunity in every moment to be awake to its own nature. You have an opportunity to be awake to your own nature to and to feel that flow of love and grace and consciousness, beingness, that connected wholeness and interwovenness of life that is in every moment, constantly, always. And when we connect beyond our thoughts beyond our senses but we connect with that consciousness that self-aware intelligence that knows who we are and we begin to allow ourselves to be self-aware then it opens up to into a whole field of perception perception that is non-dual that integrates us with everything that is where every particle of existence every every leaf on a tree every flower on a bush Mm -hmm. every atom is part of one integrated whole and a part of us and we're in everything and everything is, is in us and that consciousness that connected wholeness is the love that is the foundation of existence. Mm. And it's every moment there, because it's our own nature. It's always with us.
3: I I wanted to ask you about the fact that um, timeless teachings for transformation and awakening, timeless teaching, timeless teaching. And I want to ask you, about this part in the book, which I love talking about, by the way, I'm just going to give you a heads up. I may I, I may spend too much time talking about this, okay? <laughs> um, I actually research this. So you know, I mean, what's up with me? Living in integrity involves a clear sense of conscience. And then in this part of the book, r- 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 in this part of the book, you go on and you combine two things you know, that I, that I love that you did compassion and truth. But I was really surprised that they were together and, you know, here I am reading the book. Right. And I'm like, okay, why did she put those together? What? So, right. So when I'm reading about it um, and then I turn the page and I think I got it, I think I got it. And I think this is how it ties back to wonder woman. And now you'll see why I brought up wonder woman. The key to loving others is to love oneself and compassion and truth together. Wow, that is so powerful. Yet some people would say that that's an oxymoron, that they would say that. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Those things aligned. But I so get what you're trying to say. I also get that right now in the world, there's so much anger. There's so much hate. There's so much fear and i would i i tell you i would love for you to talk about this as it relates to the time we live in and don't forget what i said even in this time of hate and anger we get a movie a pop culture movie that they had to do some retakes on to change the message the message to be about love
4: when love loving kindness is applied to truthfulness that truthfulness becomes benevolent without truth without deep self inner reflection it's really hard to know who we are where we stand so truthfulness is that deep honesty we have with ourselves which which brings us into integrity right
1: mm-hmm. and when we're
4: living in integrity then we have this sort of connection between our inner inner source of being and our outer expression in the world they begin to be in an integrity with each other and that's that's truthfulness that's deep self-honesty but that deep self-honesty is the the term satya in in uh yes in sanskrit means truth but it does there's another word for truth rita which means literal truth satya means truth combined with compassion, combined with loving-kindness. It's benevolent, and the deepest truth within us is love. The deepest truth is that compassion, that incredible love, that incredible divine love that, that is our source, our source of being. And when you realize that that is you, and that, that is everyone else and everything else is composed of that then you begin to see that all the darkness and shadow all the pain and suffering and all the people who do harm and hurt others in the way they do things mm. are are it's not that their inherent being is bad it's that Their inherent being is the same as your inherent being. It's one being, one self. But in their lives, in their thoughts, in their actions, they've moved out of integrity with that inherent being within them. They've moved out of integrity with themselves. And they've moved into shadows of fear and anger and protectionism of various sorts of the ego. And and those fears breed harsh and cruel actions towards others. And all of that evolves from the lack of that integrity. That integrity, that truthfulness, that honesty is a deep connectedness to self. And that self, in essence, is a love is the is the wholeness of love in everything, is is the unity of all life. The interwoven, interconnected web of life. And so when moving out of integrity with that, there's a moving out of loving kindness and an out of compassion. When moving into integrity, there's a connection to deep source within. And that connection to deep source moves you to that. That absolute love, that absolute truth, that absolute wholeness of being. Mm-hmm. And out of that comes compassion. Mm-hmm. So they can't be separated, really. They mm-hmm. didn't separate.
3: Well, we're going to take a short break, but I want I want to talk with you about this um as as i'm reading the book and also uh, first of all honor the work that you're doing in the world right because one of the things that i love about this is you're one of these folks that's actually out there being and out there doing and what what i mean by that is you know you're out talking about the message um i was asked an interesting question about a week ago and i was stunned by it and i haven't acted on it You know, I was asked by someone who um, travels and talks about the knowledge book if I would put my uh, Vitae together because they're looking for people to teach. And I thought, what? Me? Why me? Let's take a short break because part of the dilemma, I think, Is this here too in the book? Self-study begins with studying the knowledge realized and recorded by others. Why in Wonder Woman did she read Sanskrit? Why was it written in that? Why in this movie? Well, I think if we take what is being suggested and we reflect upon the nature of the soul and we look at what external practice does to us, for us, with us, about us. Truly, I think we could live in the present moment of every breath we take. But I'm not sure. So let's hear what Matreya has to say when we come back. We'll be right back. I
0: Thrive is what we experience when our mind, body, and soul operate as one. When we thrive, we excel on all levels. Thrive is the mindset that matters. It is essential to our being. Have you ever found yourself looking for the instruction manual on how to thrive? You'll find everything you need to help you feel strong, powerful, and peaceful in your own body. So don't waste any more time. Visit thrivebygen.com today.
1: That's StellarReflections.com.
0: When your body is awakened, your spirit comes alive. Dana Canetto is a transformational guide, embodiment coach, and spiritual mentor assisting women in realigning with their truth and embodying who they are by connecting to the wisdom of their body. Tune in every month on Transformation Talk Radio and the Dr. Pat Show Network for Body Divinity Radio with Dana Canetto. For more information on Dana and her services, visit danacanetto.com. That's D-A-N-A-C-A-N-N-E-T-O ocom
3: that's such a great song man i cannot hardly listen to that song without crying i'm telling you what up with that oh wow um again before we continue living love is the book i want to know for all of you out there matreya ma joining me here today how can folks find out more about you for sure um traditions of yoga all of the above Ancient Teachings of Yoga, which we're going to talk about today. Um, don't you like me when I say yoga like with my New York accent? Um, and then and then we're going to continue to talk about the book. But how can people get a copy of the book? How can they find out more about you, events, all of the above? Please, and thank you for joining us here today. Thank you, Pat. Um,
4: for those who want to uh, get Get more information about me and what I'm doing. To see my tour schedule and and where I'm talking, uh, you can go to www.yogama.info. And for those who want to buy the book, it's available on Amazon. Um, if you look up "Living Love: The Yoga of Yama and Niyama," uh, or look it uh, under my name, you can find it. And uh, also, it could, you can get it through local bookstores. Uh, I'm I'm about to give a talk uh, in a few days at uh, in Portland at Renaissance Books, and they have the book. And I'm about to then talk at uh, East West Bookshop in Seattle long they have the book.
3: Okay, and great. It can be found in a lot of different places. Awesome. Okay. So there are two things I want to make sure we talk about. Maybe we'll even skip the break. Um, uh before the break, I asked a question that may have sounded a little confused, confusing. And it's because yes, living your truth could be confusing. I know well, maybe it's just me. Maybe it's me. Maybe Benny's got it all. You know, maybe I know Benny knows how to do that, but maybe it's just me from time to time in my life. I'm a little older than Benny, um, but I, I've had a tough time with this. I've had a tough time. And you have beautifully laid out in this part of the book. I mean, honestly, i got more underlines in here than I think what I even have time to talk with you about. But more importantly, you know, living our truth is also related to living yoga. And so that was my question. You know, it's this idea of be who you are, what you are here and now and love yourself for Your Own Divine Expression is right from your book on page 106. And that is my new mantra. <laughs> Be who you are, what you are, here and now, and love yourself for your own divine expression. Help yes. me with that. Help me do it 24-7, okay?
4: It's <laughs> Sorry yeah it, it's really the basis it's a foundation and i i hear that that's been a big part of your journey is finding that place and yeah. it's it is really important you know because we can't how can we love others if we can't love ourselves you know it's it, so we we need to begin with ourselves it, practicing loving kindness practicing compassion towards ourselves and and when when you can love yourself really deeply you can accept your anger you can accept your pain you can accept your failures then it becomes so much easier to be with the pain of other people mm. the struggles that other people have with their limitations with their downfalls with their with with their anger with their sorrow with their grief if you can't accept these things in yourself, how can you accept them in others? So, part of really being connected is to really accept yourself fully, and then to practice loving kindness towards yourself. Because when you when you can do that, then you become able to be with what is in the world with kindness, with compassion. You become able to listen to a person in need and not not get overwhelmed not go into judgment, not go into, uh, in some way, diminishing that person and, and, and subtly harming them because you can't accept their struggle because you can't accept that struggle inside yourself. So learning to have that deep compassion and love and accept ourselves fully for who we are is is the starting point the basis and that comes again that helps to put us in integrity which brings us into honesty with ourselves and brings us into connection to our divine source Mm -hmm. and when we do this um this is what yoga is about Mm -hmm. yoga the word yoga you know a lot of people when you think of yoga you think of yoga classes right yeah yeah. But twenty-one million people do yoga. So we all yeah. go to yoga classes, right? So we think yoga is a physical exercise, but it's not. Yoga means yoga is a very ancient philosophical system of knowledge
0: that yes, actually
4: yes. it's the source of Hinduism,
0: mm-hmm. Buddhism,
4: mm-hmm. and Jainism. So three three major world religions have evolved out of yoga. Okay. And yoga, the word yoga means to yoke. It means to yoke your little identity self with the Divine Self of all. So it's that yoking of of your little self to the Divine, that connection, that deep connectedness. That's yoga. And out of that has come an amazing and profound philosophy, thousands and thousands of years old, that evolved these world religions. part of yoga, part of the yoga, yoga isn't just a philosophy, an idea to think about, it's a connected, it's it's a, these ancient teachers made a whole system of connecting with yourself, connecting with your own inner being and um, knowing who you are. And so the deep, deeper yogic practices involve working with the body, and that's where you get the yoga postures and the yoga classes, right, the, called asanas, and and working with the mind, working with your breath so that you have an opportunity to um, balance mind and body, and and working with meditation so that you go into the stillness to connect with your deep inner sense of source. But in all of that, there's also, there's, also, how we live in the world, who we are in the world, um, and how we relate to ourselves and others, and for that part of yoga, there are foundational principles. They're called yama and niyama, and these are the foundational principles that uh, of Ashtanga yoga, the eight limb path of yoga, that are considered a basic um, practices which. People need to have some proficiency at in order to be able to meditate in order to be able to connect to deep source within and to find that stillness within and and that love within there needs to be a reflection in our lives of that if there isn't any reflection in our lives we're we are out of integrity we are out of harmony and that that divine connectedness that uh, goal of meditation becomes really hard to work with and so the yogis of ancient times gave these principles of yama and niyama which i've devoted um, a good part of this book to covering or covering things related to that because they're so foundational they are considered the foundation it was considered in ancient times that a person needed to practice these for years before they would be uh, given meditative practices by their teacher. Uh, so, how we are in the world, how we relate to ourselves, how we relate to others, how we live our lives, how we are or are not in integrity—these are the things that um, that provide that foundational base. Mm-hmm. And knowing ourselves deeply isn't something that we can just do by taking a course or studying it's something we have to do from our own deep inner inquiry and that's a part of it learning to be benevolent and kind in our actions learning to bring our love into the world bring our hearts into the world open you know uh, joseph campbell says follow your bliss right Um, and that's a very brief way of saying it when we follow the kinds of actions in the world that allow us to express our divine nature and be all that we can be, uh, that's where the true power comes. You knew, you, you've you been talking a lot about Wonder Woman, which is it's kind of great because it, it really brings how, how do we empower ourselves? How do we yeah. be who we are? And if we follow our bliss, if we follow the truth within, if we follow... Uh, the path to integrity, to living a life which is deep in compassion, deep in love, and deep in truth, and uh, deep in self-contentment and harmony with ourselves. Uh, Then we begin to open up to the, the way that that divine wants to flow through us in our individual uniqueness into the world so that we can become um, the wonder
3: woman of our own lives. (laughs) Oh, exactly. I mean, and, and let's talk about this. I think it's, I think it's okay for us to skip the break because you don't leave something I believe is very important, not only for my own personal life experiences, but I know I'm not alone. And by the way, Wonder Woman had to face the same thing. And you talk about facing the shadow. Facing the shadow. Many people may or may not know what that means. And by the way, Benny, I totally forgot to do this. So I would love to give a copy of the book away, Living Love. Uh, Give us a shout. 1-800-930-2819. 1-800-930-2819. The reason I think it's important for us to talk about this a bit Is because it's called a shadow for a reason so what is a shadow right I mean you walk out into the sunset and uh, there you are there's you and depending upon where you stand there's your shadow Uh, you park your car and maybe it's a hundred degrees like it was almost here you want to find what shade so I think that the way you've written about the shadow in the book is important. And I would hate to go through the show and not have a chat about it. Can you tell us about, um, about why facing the shadow is part of living love, right? Because you're not saying, oh, there is no shadow, but there are some philosophies that say that, right? Um, you're saying, face it, um, I love this question, what war is fought that both sides do not have grievous losses? Well, please talk about the shadow and why it is a part of living love. It's
4: a really important part. There is no one who doesn't have a shadow. (laughs) All of us have, you know, you stand in the sun, there's a shadow. Uh, And when we stand in the light, There's the shadow of uh, the the things inside of us which we struggle with, which we don't really want to look at, which we'd rather pretend don't exist, maybe. Um, And then what happens? We're running from those things. And when we run, we we extrovert. We, you know, oh, I just want to get involved in this, get involved in that. Maybe we become workaholics. Mm -hmm. We become pleasure seekers. Maybe we become fanatics about this or about that or maybe we just do a lot of watching television and being a couch potato but whatever it is we're blocking out what we don't want to look at right you know we we just get way too involved in whatever sensory experience so we don't have to be with the pain inside and whether it's losses whether it's some achievement you thought you should make that You didn't Um, love that you would hope would be there and wasn't Um, whatever it is that you're holding inside feelings of inadequacy feelings of inability you know uh, the tendency is for a lot of people to just deny those feelings deny all of that and and run and the thing about yoga is to really practice yoga to Practice that connectedness to your divine self, to your innermost self. You can't run. It's standing still, taking a deep breath, and sinking in. And when you sink in, what's the first thing that's there? The shadow, right? Mm -hmm. Things that you didn't want to look at, all the things you really didn't want to deal with, all the issues that you... Uh, Had thought you were over because you haven't been looking at them. Uh Um, That's the first thing you run into, right? Bam, there you are. And you'd like to get to love and light and connectedness and the wholeness of being and all the good things all the people talk about. But, gee, there you are. Faced with you. Faced with the sides of you you'd rather not see. Mm -hmm. And uh, what do you do then? And that's where living love comes in. That's where having honesty with yourself, tempered with incredible compassion is necessary. That's where loving yourself, loving yourself in all of the pain and sorrow and struggles of your life, as well as all the wonderful things you've done and all the accomplishments you've made loving the shadow loving the dark side as well and then when you recognize that you can love that side of yourself that you can embrace that side of yourself that you can uh, embrace the angry man within you you can embrace the the frightened woman within you you can embrace the uh, the the losses and the pain and hold it and just be with it that you can embrace all of, the, all of the shadowy sides of yourself and be with the pain as well as with what you've done right and what's been joyous. When you can do that, you gain a kind of um, connectedness to yourself. And that connectedness gives you uh, an opening to one of these foundational principles that are in this book. It's called santosha. It's contentment. Being able to be truly content, happy with who you are and everything that you are. You know, all that you are. And the shadow isn't just in us individually. It's also in us collectively. And working with the shadow is is a big part of spiritual life. You can't deny it. You can't go around it. You can't um, you can't repress it. Mm. It's just gonna come back and haunt
0: you. Yeah.
3: You know? No. Yeah. And you know, you cover something in the book too, um, which I I want to make sure we talk about. There are many many forms of healing uh, that we hear about, but the the thing that I want to really call attention to right now, because I I I know. Um, you know uh, we're going to be finished here before we know it is healing the mind and you know we don't often think about healing the mind we think about healing the soul we think about healing the heart but we don't really think about healing the mind and you know what you've you've put in here about working with the the judgments of others or working with judgment I think this is so important because isn't this an everyday practice, healing the mind. Yes, definitely. Mm
2: -hmm. Definitely.
4: And we're all faced with, um, there's a chapter in the book that's about, um, how, how it is in our social environment. And that's where we work with judgments and a lot of, um, a lot of issues that relate to our social environment. Mm -hmm. And, and our minds are, our minds are, drawn into so many external forces and external experiences but healing the mind healing the mind is what these principles of yoga do they're about learning to bring your life in harmony with your divine source with your spirit and therefore begin to heal all of these wounds in the mind and be able to um, live in integrity with yourself for example uh, one of the principles is to not accumulate beyond your needs
0: mm-hmm.
4: think well why is that important right but if you think about it what happens if if you're completely into getting more all the time right and having more Have you ever seen these people with their rooms stacked up to the ceiling and narrow with <laughs> <laughs> so much stuff right yeah But we, we do it with trying to accumulate in our bank accounts, too, and whatever. You know, we just want more stuff. But what is underlying that need for more stuff? Isn't it fear? Isn't it fear that you aren't enough as you are? And the more you rely on getting things outside of yourself to make you safe, to make you secure, to make you whole... Aren't you feeding that hungry ghost? Aren't you feeding that need to, uh, that feeling inside yourself that you're not enough, that you aren't okay as you are? You're feeding those fears, and those fears are making you grasp for more. i got to have more. i got to have more because I'm not safe. I'm not okay. I'm not okay as I am, right? Right. And, And so this isn't just about, oh, I'm a good person if I don't accumulate things. This is about a deep psychology of mm-hmm. how we relate to ourselves. And so all of these principles that yoga's put forward are about this deep psychology of how we relate to ourselves in a healthy way, right. as opposed to ways that bring us into um, that increase our fear, increase our self-doubt, increase our anger, increase our dissonance,
0: right? right? Wow. Wow.
3: Thank you so much for today. I cannot believe how quickly this has gone by. Again, please let folks know how they can find out more about you. Well, they
4: can go to my website at www.yogama.info and they can also find the Living Love book on Amazon, Living Love, The Yoga of Yama and Niyama, or they can find it in local bookstores or order it through local bookstores if it's not there.
3: I love it. Um, Okay, everyone. uh, Thank you all so much for tuning us in and turning us on. And also, uh, we've got another hour coming up on Transformation Talk Radio with Silver Geyer Radio and Dr. Bree Gibbs. We'll see you next time.